Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get that out. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Love. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a Friday night, huh, guys? Friday night with the fellas? Wow, the vibes are just off the charts. Man, we had a good amount of people at the bar tonight. Yep. I have never seen it this vibeless. Oh, there Honestly, was not God, much. There was never not much. seen it so dead that, like, if this was your first time coming to the bar, you're probably like, liars. Overrated. It sucks, man. <laughs> Nuggets gave us almost nothing to cheer about. I mean, there are little stretches here or there, yeah. but, man, what a weird one. As the Nuggets drop 117-109. So I want to say the Atlanta Hawks, but it wasn't really the Hawks. No. Nah. It was the B-League Hawks. Yeah. It was the DeJounte Murrays, you know. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's been a good season, guys. In aggregate, it's been a good season. But the lows have been so low. So low. <laughs> there have been some really bad losses. Like, they have maybe three losses this uh, year that rival any bad loss they've had whew. last season. And we have to talk about one of them tonight. On a Friday, no less. But first, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. How are we doing our beds, Dev? We at least we at least got rich tonight, didn't we? No, I'm not gonna say we got rich. We, we did okay. Did we do um, okay? Nothing was fun about the game, so <laughs> I don't understand. What are we gonna do we for now? We got some. We got some wins. Best yeah. part of the night was the uh, Bones High and Salmon Burgers that me and Dev pounded. Oh, that yeah. was so good. That Personally was delivered by Chef Daniel. Oh, the best. It was the best. Uh, so all right, I'll good. introduce the squad over here. This Tonight was so bad, Vote didn't even hang out with us. I know. Uh, I didn't see him all night. I, I know. I did. That's so true. I just came up here to mope. You, came, you were up here the whole game by yourself. How was it? Was it cool up here? Or was no, it, not? it was cold and lonely and sad. Yeah, Man, it was the same down there. Here. It was the same yeah. vibe. Wow. <laughs> Uh, over here, I got Harrison Wind. All I'll say is, thank God they beat the Rockets twice. Man, we would not <laughs> thank be the Lord. Oh, we would not be having a good time if they didn't. And then Superstar Dev over here. It really, really, really sucked at the bar because this had the makings to be like a, a wonderful night at the right. bar. There was a exactly. lot of it new did. people. The people there were so it. many like Nuggets fans here. It had at all the, the bar. ingredients, um, and it was a lot of them. Yeah. There was like two times that they got to cheer, and they were so excited about that. That really this. This had the makings of a, of a nice Friday night with the fellas. Nuggets had the lead in that what third or fourth quarter? Uh, it was third quarter. They had it for like ten seconds, and you were and the bar was like, "Here we go, baby! Turn that music up!" Yeah. And then it was like over. Um, do you guys want a fast recap? Do you guys want to suffer a slow and excruciating recap? This is why I said the night had no vibes. Thirteen to two start for Atlanta. Thirteen to two. Right so off the bat. Opening tip. They go down and score. Downhill from there. And this is what was so tough about it is we all could tell from that stretch. Michael Blunt calls a rage timeout, an appropriate one. We could all tell, like, 
Nuggets don't have it tonight. It's going like, to be one of those nights. That's oh, when you knew. 100% right away you were kind of waiting for, okay, blowout or, or disappointing one. You're like, God damn it. We got that one. Um, Bones and Vladko were the first sub. Bones back into the rotation. Lots to talk about with him. The first, he had nine points in four minutes. He got to the rim with E. Spread, pick, and roll. I mean, starters were so disappointing. You're like, all right, can the bench come in and give a little bit of a jolt? And I thought that they did. And Bones in particular was just getting to the rim with his quickness. Uh, and it was good to see. Then you get Ish and Bones together. Didn't quite look like it did in the preseason all game. I actually thought it was a really bad combination tonight defensively, but even offensively it was bad. And the Nuggets are down 28-25 to the Hawks at the end of the one. Aaron Gordon comes in before Jokic. A weird thing happened, and there's a lot of weirdness in this game. One weird thing was Jokic ended up playing 11 minutes in the first quarter. I think Michael Malone left him in one whistle too long. Then he ends up getting fouled. Malone tried to sub him out. There was a guy at the scorer's table for two minutes. Jokic plays like it just changed the whole rotation. So then in the second quarter, Aaron Gordon came in before Jokic. They usually come in together. Jokic, it was like everything about this game just fell off, felt, felt, felt weird. And Jokic looked terrible. He was getting beat to every... The Jokic in the first half of tonight's game was among the worst I've ever seen him. He just didn't show up to work. Like, didn't show was up to work. Was he just depressed about the Serbia loss earlier today? <laughs> I, he, 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 I was going to make the joke that he uh, gave an homage to the Serbian uh, <laughs> soccer team by getting dominated by a Swiss player. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happened in this oh, game. I hate to yeah. say it. I'm, just, I hope I'm trying to bring that? you the truth here. This first half, he was just getting That's absolutely dumb. We're getting down votes left and right. And then the so here's what happens: you play with fire and you get burned because the Hawks were not good, and but they were still beating Denver because that's how bad Denver was. Then Denver tried to turn it on out of a timeout, but the Hawks just hit like five shots in a row. A little just ran hot, but that's what happens when you're down eight. You're vulnerable to another team getting hot mm -hmm. two, three, four possessions in a row. And what do you know? Denver's down 60. Yes, 60 points to this Hawks team that's missing half of their scores. Uh. They're down 60 to 46. Third quarter, Jokic comes out aggressive. Plays great. Honestly, a dominant third dominant. quarter. He looked like peak Jokic. Prime Jokic. Knew what he needed. He looked pissed. He looked frustrated. He looked mad. He looked mean. And I think he had 15 points in that third quarter. Mm -hmm. He hits a three on the very first play. Like, he came out knowing he was going to shoot a three, drained it, went into MVP mode. And then they took the lead in the third quarter, as I mentioned, onto Jokic three. If there's one silver lining to tonight's game, what did Jokic have on threes? Three of them? There two of them? Or what He's was been it? Three quietly of hot from three. Quietly hot from three. Woohoo! <laughs> um, and they took it. <laughs> then, and this is where I think the game really boiled down to, Michael Malone... I, <laughs> The Nuggets, man, we talk about how weird the season has been with guys in and out of their lineup. I did not see the Ish Bones Jamal lineup getting minutes. What tonight. a time to try it. Yeah. What a time to try it. Up it was one, a surprise to see that lineup. Up one, and it was a disaster. They got absolutely smoked in the final two minutes of the third quarter after taking a lead. Immediately after fighting back from 14 down, you take the lead. Yeah. You tr roll out a crazy lineup, and it gets absolutely steamrolled. Uh, and 90 to 81 means Denver, after having a heroic third quarter from Jokic, really kind of turning it on, they actually only made up five points at the end of it. Absolutely backbreaking. Uh, fourth quarter, Murray started to cook a little bit, but it came down to this. They needed to get stops. They were scoring, but they needed to get stops. The entire quarter went by. Denver just could not get any stops. They give up 27 points in that fourth quarter, which if you're trying to come back from not down nine, 27 ain't going to cut it. You got to hold them to 18, 19, 20. Denver just was not up for the task. DeJounte Murray, 
Noted trash talker gets to talk his trash tonight as he drops 34 points. He had nobody to pass to. He had nobody to play with. Didn't matter. Denver couldn't keep him in front. And he went ham on him. 34 points and 8 assists. 13 of 22 shooting. And at the end of the game, we were waiting for it, Dev. Dev, we were sitting there talking about it. This guy's going to talk some trash. He waited till it was over. Oh, man. Let him hear it. Oh, man. Got the rebound and started flexing. He's all in uh, guys' faces and things like that. Like, that guy, he's going to talk cash shit when, when he's up. Yep. And he was up. And he, got, <laughs> and he was up. And he, he was up. It. All right, vote. Uh, you have the unlucky task of starting us off with your big take. There's one I want to get to. I think Wood's going to get to it, so I'm going to audible. I'll start. I, I thought it was a really strange night for Michael Malone. I, and I, I, you know, he's had to tinker all year with varying success and results. I thought tonight was one of those maybe kind of outsmarted himself nights. The three point guard lineup you mentioned was bizarre. It's all easy to say in hindsight, but, you know, I'm sure plenty were saying as it unfolded. Maybe a good night for Christian Brown over Davon Reed or Zeke Naji over DeAndre Jordan. Neither materialized. He got to a five-man lineup. That lineup actually played well together, but even still, that's kind of an unprincipled issue for me after he said he can't do that anymore. He's done it two or three times. I just thought there were some weird times to try some weird lineups tonight, and it may have, among other factors, to be clear, it may have cost them a winnable game. I mean, it was that moment, that sequence. I mean, you yeah. talk about there's a lot of runs in Ish a game. Smith played way too much tonight. There's a lot of runs in a game, but there's one moment where it was very clear. Like, you just climb the mountaintop. What do we do? Throw a Hail Mary. I mean, it's like, come it on, weird. man. That was really was weird. weird. Wynn, what's your big takeaway? That's Look, a good one. The, the Nuggets put all their resources into getting way better defensively you, this summer. We <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we're just going to go right into it, huh? I mean, it is the story. They traded for KCP. They yeah. signed Bruce Brown. They drafted Christian Brown. Is he still on the team? I don't even know. He didn't make the trip to Atlanta, right? Oh, he was there. No, he was on the injury report, though. He's kind of banged up. I don't think he was on the injury report. He wasn't on the injury report. He was available, fellas. Oh, he missed the NPCD. He missed the bus. Yeah, Maybe. No, it's because he... Maybe. Maybe he forgot to box out one time three games ago when Denver was up 20 on Houston or something. I don't know. He did something. Anyways, the Nuggets, their goal this summer was to get better defensively. I thought they did. Somehow, Somehow they got worse. they're not just worse. <laughs> they're significantly worse defensively so far than they were last season. Oh, my God. And last season, they did not have a good defensive roster at all. They were 15th in the league, right in the middle. They're in the mid-20s now defensively and against the Hawks tonight without Trey Young. With only two of their five starters, they let Atlanta put up 117 on them. The Hawks are the 20th ranked offense in the NBA. They're not even a good offense when, when Trey Young is playing. <laughs> and this was the defensive starting lineup. This in With theory. Bruce Brown. Theory, right. So that's the biggest question I have for the Nuggets right now. It's why is that the case? Why are they significantly worse defensively now than they were last season? Do we have a theory? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Every theory feels too hot to say. Is that what it is? I, I, just, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Dev, do you have a theory before you get to your take? Do you, I mean, do you agree with wind? Uh, I definitely agree. Uh, I think we'll get around to talking about how bad okay. the defense all right, was. All right, all right. Um, my big takeaway from that game was just how piss poor of an effort um, that was all across the board. It, <sighs> there's not just one guy that you can single out. Um, it starts with coaching. There were some very questionable um, decisions made in that game where I felt like Malone got cute. This is not the, this is not the team to get cute against, and also they were down. Um, Jokic came out super flat. Um, you know, stars don't do those type of things uh, in these type of games. Also, 
you don't lose if you want to call yourself a contender or a championship uh you know team you don't lose to the hawks without three of their starters uh, their starters and also their best player like it just doesn't make sense so uh, this was just not not a fun game, but also it just shows you how far they have to go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the takeaway. I mean, how far you have to go? Like we keep wondering. You know, Denver had a bit of a soft. It was a tough November in terms of travel and and sickness and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't tough in terms of like, did you have a lot of measuring stick games in there? This was not a measuring stick game, by the way. But it was just one that you thought like, no, they're a good team. Oh, you get handed a thing. Good teams win these. And to not just lose, but to kind of get smacked is so disappointing. But the big takeaway for me, first of all, I'm with you, Harrison. Let's talk a lot about the defense. But the big takeaway for me is I'm sick of this yoke. Yeah. Thanks. I'm just sick of it, man. Yeah, like, he's too good. It. It's a big part He's of too it. good to come out. And he was dominant in the third quarter. Why not set the tone? Like, I understand the yoke that wants to set the table and get other people involved. That's an understandable thing. He was flat-footed in the first half. He was on his heels. He, there were so many plays where he just didn't like try for it, didn't go for it, and it's like, man, you do so many things as a great leader of this team, but you can't, you can't do that. I think Yoke knows we could turn it on, and like the third quarter was sort of proof of that. Of like, okay, now it's time to do this, and look, we storm back from down fourteen to catch up. They caught up like immediately. They they closed that gap so quickly. Yeah, but you can't do it. Do that in the first half. Give yourself a twenty point lead, and then if you need to take a little bit of a rest, I get it. But so I'm with you on the defense. That's probably my main takeaway. But I just have to say, this was a really discouraging game from Jokic. And I know when you look at the stat sheet, you're going to sit there and go, he was by far the best nugget. He ended up with 24 points on 10 of 15 shooting, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. But I'm sorry, he was a minus 8 in this game too, by the way. But I'm sorry, those stats lie in that in a very crucial part of this game. He just wasn't about it. I also think that's part of the answer to the question we were asking before, you know, in terms of like the defense. I think that's... There, there's less urgency, I think, for Jokic for the whole campaign because of what's no longer necessary every single night. And I think a symptom of that has been a willingness to let things drop below a certain threshold defensively. And there are certain rebounds, too, where I'm not even talking about his rebounding numbers. There's just moments throughout the game where you're like, last year there's no chance that rebound gets yeah, passed. Right. Capella got one on him tonight in the that's, first half. Yeah, that, that's, that's effort. Just and an effort rebound, effort. Yeah. And this was, I think, what people were talking about in the first five or six games of the season it's not even about all oh, the shot distribution it's just you can just see it the effort isn't there and I thought tonight it reared its head again um and look if he if he treats that game like to me I've said it before this game is a good example of and I still believe in him I'm not but the difference between Yoke and Giannis right now is Giannis would just never let this game. they might lose this game for a million for different reasons but he would never let it go that way and I just think it's I'm not saying like trade Jokic, but I think it's a fair it's fair to sit here in this chair and say tonight they could have used more from mm-hmm. him. They could have used. Giannis did lose to the Lakers tonight. I That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, you know but no, I, the Jokic thing was my other takeaway. Like to be honest, he was awful to open the first quarter. He was asleep, and we were like, Is, "There's something wrong with him. He he looks like he's moving slow. He's flat footed." And then I, I was like, "Oh God, is he sick?" Yeah, like <laughs> it seemed like. He was playing in such slow motion that it looked like there was something wrong with him. But then he comes out in the third quarter and he's fine. So obviously there wasn't. Um, but I feel like there is a difference between Jokic like conserving himself like he did against the Rockets right. and how he did tonight. I mean, he, he 
didn't expend a ton of energy against the Rockets in either of those two games, but he was still a force. Right. You know, he was just lax tonight. Right. You, know, you, you didn't feel Nikola Jokic in the first quarter. At all. And really at the all. first half tonight. You didn't feel him. Yeah, yeah. you talk about uh, Jokic coming out, you know, lax. Then you also talk about, like, guys like uh, Giannis and things like that. But that's the, the thing that is actually so bad about Jokic is he just is he's comfortable. Um, he needs to set the tone, and I think that's what separates him from those type of guys. Um, those guys are taking every every single thing serious, like they just are. Um, you go back to the preseason; he didn't take a shot. That sets the tone for the year. Um, he's not, you know, trying to be. I, the, the I, I will say this though: there's a way that you could not take a shot and still be aggressive. Right. And he no, and I yeah, be he dominant, but be I dominant. Think, but I think he struck that balance more or less in the early parts of the preseason and there's that i still think there was a balance of that Tonight, i don't i don't but i think it's more about not even just taking shot i want him to set the tone that yeah. guys know who set he is and who they have to be like uh that's the part. guys that's on, the part on the nuggets have to to know like this is going to be our guy he's gonna um you know dominate on defense he's gonna dominate on offense we're gonna just go through him every single time i don't think that that you get that and this is a game where really he should have dominated with 45 um you know 10 10 because he never, even like, he's never had like an elite game against Capella, and but, against against guys that you're supposed to go off against, like you're, you're not. It, it, Capella is not a elite defensive guy. You go against him. He's uh, good. They don't have a, a guy that's alongside him because Collins is out. You you just gotta Dejounte Murray. I feel like they set uh, picks to get him on a guy that just has no you know business guard, guarding him. They don't do that for Jokic. They just kind of like settle. Um, and don't put him in those type of situations. He also doesn't force those type of situations. I want him to get to that where he's just like, hey, this guy's on me. I'm going to score every single time or I'm going to make sure that I rinse repeat until I can do it. The thing you said he needs to have 40 or this or that. To be honest, he could have had 24, 10 and 8 tonight and it would have been dominant if you set the tone early. Because, again, Atlanta is a team that this was almost a practice game for them. Bogdan Bogdanovich is coming back. He hasn't played in a year. Everybody else is out. You got all these guys out. You come out and just break their will right away. Right. And guess what? Your team has confidence. They lose their rhythm, and now you assert the tone. You give up 13-2 to two as a team. I'm putting this a lot on Yoke because I felt like his energy was the one that was the most obvious on it, but it's a whole team. But you come out and give them 13-2, to two, and those guys go, you know what? We could do this. And it would be pretty dope if we did do it tonight and it just changes the tone so yoke to me was a real frustrating one this was a frustrating one and it's crazy because he was absolutely dominant in the third in a way that you're like just do that right off the yeah. that <laughs> felt like, like a choice that felt like a choice it felt <laughs> yeah. like you were like you know what i'm gonna do this quarter just take over and he did so but let's get back to the defense because i agree sure. that this is a big one they hire ryan ryan saunders right and we're told he's a defensive guy he's coming in to he be is. a defensive guy which by the way Minnesota had a terrible defense, so it's a little bit. Of, it was a skeptical decision then. <laughs> you bring in all those guys to your point. This is why somebody asked me, "Does every team lose to to bad teams?" And the answer is yes. Every, yeah. Even good teams lose yeah. to bad ones. But Denver now has three in a row. Their last three losses are to the New York Knicks on the second night of a road back to back between Salt Lake and Denver, the toughest back to back in the NBA. That's to the Detroit Pistons at home. And now it's to the Atlanta Hawks who are missing half their roster. Those are three in a row bad lot when you're talking about your losses. Those are really bad. But the difference to me between Denver and other teams, everybody has let up games. Usually that means you were lost focus on offense. You didn't make shots. The other team ran hot, what have you. The thing for the, is usually good teams can do the easy parts. Denver can't on the defensive end. They can defend well when they're locked in and when they're playing hard. 
And they, we saw that in the third. But you have to be able to do the parts of on defense that are just like, hey, we execute naturally. We just we can default setting good defense through execution and discipline, this or that. They don't have that. What they mm -hmm. have is their default medium setting is 25th best defense in the NBA. And on nights like tonight, they give up. What was their what, what was the numbers on this? It was like a 130 defensive rating. I think it was in the high Hawks. 120s. 120, well, 124 <laughs> according to Cleaning the Grass, which, by the way, would be the worst defensive rating all time. So it's, yeah. that, that's the thing to me. When, yes, every team has letdown <clears throat> games. Denver, though, their defense is so bad on average that when they have a bad night, it's hopeless. They can't stay in front of everyone. They don't have any rim protection, and we know that. Yeah. And that's one layer of it. But so compounded by the fact that they, for all the individual defensive prowess added, they don't stay in front of anyone. You know, Bruce Brown is a high, high energy, high impact player in myriad ways. He doesn't stay in front of guys, or he's not right now. Like, not a one-on-one, -on -one, sit down, I'm going to shut you down guy. You know, I know he was against Tatum and Malone's eyes in that series. This season in a Denver uniform, he hasn't been. AG, who has done so much so well as a Nugget this season. I think he's had a great season. He has not been a plus defender in like a year in terms of just staying in front of guys on the perimeter. That you know, I thought Jamal had a hard time tonight. They just don't stay in front of anyone. And and it's when you don't stay in front of anyone and you can't protect the rim, I mean, you're going to give up a lot of points. Um, yeah. When you talk about um, having adjustments and, and things like that, that, that's something that stood out in this game. We all knew that the Hawks was going to just set that pick and roll every single time and just attack whoever the second man is. And they did not adjust to that in the, the correct ways where – um, DeJounte Murray just feels guys coming. They didn't send a double team until like the last minute of the game right. just to get it out of his hands or make them have to guess. This is a team that had guys that are rookies. They have guys that are all the way at the end of uh, other benches and things like that. Make those guys beat you, not DeJounte Murray, who you know is such a talented uh, guy, especially in the pick and roll. That's where he excels at. Um, so like having your, your, your primary defender on him, but then having that switch, I just don't understand why there wasn't a, a way to just make him have to get the ball out of his hands. Um, and I think that those adjustments is why teams are lighting them up, especially the best player on every other team. Yeah. Whoever the best player is, they light up Denver. And I think that they, they relish those, uh, those opportunities because they know that's how Denver is going to actually defend every single time. Yeah, I think that's a good point on DeJounte Murray. Like, he lives in the mid-range Few guards take more mid take a higher percentage of their shots from mid range <laughs> than Dejounte Murray does. He just got to his spot every time. Yes, every time. It, they Denver just made it so easy for him yeah. tonight. Um, high pick and roll, boom! Here, here's the foul line. You want to take the jumper? Here it is. And that's been the case. I feel like for like every Nuggets defense of the Jokic era, right? They yep. they really just. I feel like make it easy on guys. They let guys get to their sweet spots way too easily. It's always been a theme. And just like that was the thing I, I took away from tonight. It was just easy for DeJounte Murray. And I like Dev's point about sometimes you make an adjustment that's not necessarily more intuitive, but it's just like we're losing this one. Let's see if they can beat us another way. And one of those right. is, all right, you're short a bunch of guys. And when Denver, by the way, when they're down 14, I don't have a lot of faith in, like, let's like give up open shots to this guy or that guy. But when you get it close, maybe that's a time when you say, all right, let's try to do this. When DeJounte Murray scores 12 in a row, yeah. maybe that's a time when you say, you know what, let's just see if uh, Jalen Johnson 
Let's see if he can take it. What, what happens right. if we force the Double ball team? in his hands? Maybe, right. yeah, get the ball out, and then we'll worry about the scramble right. later. But let's force the ball and the decision-making into his hands or what have you. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. Like, sometimes you just have to be willing to throw some other things up. But I will say this. When you, you mentioned Bruce Brown earlier. The thing that's concerning about Bruce Brown for me all year is he does do some things defensively that are very, very nice. He's kind of small. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Like, DeJounte Murray... He played good defense on him, quote-unquote good defense on DeJounte Murray, but DeJounte Murray could just get to his spot by virtue of I'm too big, I'm going to go right here, and then elevate, and Bruce Brown would get a hand up and he'd be right there, chest to chest, and DeJounte Murray didn't see him. He's like, yeah, you're too little, man. I'm just going gonna, gonna to do this one. I think that's the biggest thing when you go back to the question of how are the Nuggets this bad on defense. They have nobody on the squad that anybody fears. Nobody. Yeah, it's, it's, like, yep. there's, when, when you have a star in the other team, they're not like, oh, my gosh, I have to play against Aaron Gordon. Right. I have to play against Bruce Brown. So they hard just, to score on these guys. They man, just don't have again. those guys. Like, we, we overrate them uh, as being good defenders because that's, you know, they're the best defenders that Denver has had in a while. But they don't put fear in opposing teams and opposing stars. And I feel like that's what the biggest difference is. Um, between you know all the contending teams or the championship teams, they have at least a guy that's going to make it very hard on the opposing team, or like that they're like, hey, I know I'm going to have to work extremely hard when I have to go against that, this guy. We could throw this guy out there if you know things get tough, and sometimes you're going to get lit up, but it, it, they're going to respect it. They're going to have to adjust to it. Denver doesn't have that guy. Mm. They don't. Let's take a break. We got to talk more about this defense on the other side. We also Ooh. have to talk about Bones Highland, Ish Smith. Those guys playing together, how did that look? Lots of other things to kind of dissect from this ugly Friday night loss. Ooh. Ooh. Guys, if you need Settle tickets to drink. sporting events, Nuggets games, Broncos games, Avalanche games, hit up the Game Time app. If you need tickets to concerts or shows, hit up the Game Time app as well. Use our link in the YouTube description. Use the link in the podcast description if you're listening to this there as well. Um, Game Time has these great last-minute price drops. So you don't have to mess around and compare all the prices on those third-party websites. Just download the Game Time app. Use our description or use the link in our description. Use Game Time for all your ticketing needs, concerts, shows, sporting events, whatever you need. Make sure to use the Game Time app. It's also open enrollment time for individual health plans now through January 15th. The uh, Denver Health Medical Plans. They offer the Elevate Exchange plans available on the Connect for Health marketplace. Look, if you're an individual or if you're a family looking for cost-effective quality health insurance, maybe you don't get it through your employer. Uh, maybe you are self-employed and need to get coverage. Check out their Elevate Exchange plans. Uh, they offer adult, dental, and vision at no additional cost. Uh, so give them a call, 303-602-4912, 303-602-4912. You can also go online, denverhealthmedicalplan.org. The open enrollment for the exchange runs November 1st through January 15th. Enroll by December 15th to have your coverage begin on January 1st. All righty, back here, segment two. One guy, and this is, there's other bigger topics, I think, from tonight. But one thing I keep thinking about, you know, we talk about added defensive personnel. We talk about having not having the size of height to guard DeJounte Murray. You know, of everybody that's on the roster for the Denver Nuggets, the guy that's probably best equipped to handle him, in my opinion, is Christian Brown. Mm -hmm. A very good on-ball defensive player, and in particular, good when size is required, like against quick guards. Like that's, I, I, I kind of have been contemplating this article. Maybe, maybe it's time to, to, to work on this one. 
where you talk about Denver has some good defensive players, but they don't have an all-encompassing guy that's good at everything. It's almost like you need a little a guy to go around screens. KCP's your guy. He navigates screens really well. He's long, this or that. You need a guy that's going to shadow one-on-one. Christian Brown's your guy. You need Bruce Brown, who, a guy that's going to create steals or kind of get in lanes or, or something like that. You know, they have different guys. Vlaco Chanchar has his own type of on-ball defense that's good. Christian Brown, to me, is the guy that if you said DeJounte Murray, it'd be like, hey, that's a guy. I don't know what he did. Honest to God, I don't know what he did to get in the doghouse. Some other guys have played well, so maybe that's it. Like, Ish Smith had a really good run these last couple games, so maybe it's less he did bad things, other guys did good things. But tonight, I know what Malone, without even being in the press conference tonight, I know what Malone's going to say. How do you let a guy like DeJounte Murray get 34 points? They're (laughs) missing this. How does nobody step up to the assignment? You brought in defensive guys, man. Why, are, why, why is the leash so short of them? Davon Reed was out there tonight, man, and like getting absolutely cooked defensively. Davon Reed went from like out of the rotation to playing 20-plus minutes every single game like that. And he didn't, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but it's not like he did something well right, to right. like earn that. You know, right? It was just a change of heart from Malone. So, is it a big? De- is that a, is Christian Dev big deal or not a big deal that he's just like out of the rotation when he seems like? At least the in theory a project that can become the type of guy they need. I think uh, I think it's a pretty big deal because you're a coach that uh, that talks about defense and wanting to be better, and that's what he brings to the table. Yeah. He's also been a lot better offensively, um, and you just talked about the strengths that you could bring from um, your your lineups, uh, like what the strengths of a Ish Smith, the strengths of a you know DeAndre, just like guys that you could put in in situational um, you know times. This was a perfect situation for a guy that is bigger, um, fast, and can stay with a guard um, who has size. That's Christian Brown. He could have played in this. Um, you already tried to, to tinker the lineup, and you had, like, the, you know, you got cute with an Ish Smith and Bones on the floor at the exact same time. Do any of those, like, do either of those guys um, bring defense? Do either of those guys no. scare the other? DeJounte Murray saw that, and he said, yes. Please. Yes. You know, like he started licking his fingers as soon as, as that happened. Um, so why not like just give another another try out there? You put and it's not to keep attacking him, but you throw Davon Reed out there for six minutes. Why not give Christian Brown six minutes just to see if that's something that they would have to adjust <laughs> yeah. to? Six or minutes. Or that's something that could, yeah. they could do. Six minutes is also like the I don't trust you minute a minute. That's the like, yeah, like we're going to see thing. how yeah, it we'll works. See. I'm with you. But at the same time, Davon Reed barely was out there, too. He was out there enough because it was not good. But yeah, yeah, but just throw a guy out there just to see. And I think Christian Brown is a guy that he answers what you desperately need right now, and that's a spark and defense. He does both of those things. He checks it off. And yeah. just to add to that, what was weird was then he goes, okay, the Davon thing didn't work. Looks right past Christian. Let me get Ish out there with yeah, two other guards. Yeah. Like, that was a weird <laughs> a good adjustment. Point. I feel like this is one of Michael Malone's weaknesses. I think there's two that we've seen over the this era. One is I don't feel like he does a good job when the game plan changes last minute. I mean, they lost the last one to Detroit when Murray and Jokic are in. Like, okay, everything changes. Do I adjust on the fly? Am I able to read it? They've been terrible in three third quarters for how long? It's like, hey, are you? You came in with a game plan. I think he's very good at preparing. You know, even in playoff series, he prepares very well. But when there's a curveball thrown at the last minute, I feel like he just doesn't know what to do. And then number two, I would say this: when you have, I think Michael Malone likes to have his ten guys, and it's hell or high water. These are our guys, and I don't know if he's wrong by, about that. Ish Smith was not the answer to tonight's problem. I, I mean, it was very clear to me that he wasn't. But he's he's one of the guys. 
And it's like, yeah, maybe tonight calls for a different combo of guys. And there are coaches out there that are like, hey, you played six games in a row. You were playing great. Now you're not playing this one because it calls for a different thing. And you're the eighth guy and it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. You need to be good with that. Tonight, yeah. I just feel like this was probably more of a brown night, less of an Ish night, totally. and it just never got there. Well, we were talking on the pregame show, like maybe we'll get to see Ish Smith and Bones Highland together. We haven't seen that this season. I was a little ex excited to see that. Yeah, We saw that in the first half. Yeah. Cool. Like, there was no reason to play it in the second half. We saw not, in the first half that that wasn't going to be what Denver needed. It did not have a good flow tonight, yeah. offensively even. And I'll be honest, I mean... All of these things are connected because we're talking about Ish, we're talking about Brown, but Bones made his return tonight, and he did a great job of scoring. He made 6 of 11 shots tonight, had 16 points on 11 shots. Yep. I don't think he did a good one. Defensively, he was pretty bad. He was really bad. And then two, uh, I don't think that the offense flowed. Like Even though he was scoring, I don't feel like it was a productive offensive unit. Yeah. And I kept picturing, if you have him and Ish out there, the ball being just a little bit more in Ish's hands to start finding its way to Bones and then Bones attacking. There just was a lot of possessions where it was kind of Bones, Bones, yeah. Bones. Yeah, I agree. And then you've got the Christian Brown thing. I mean, of course, I think he should have been playing tonight. I feel like he should have been playing the entire season. He, what is Davon Reed better at than Christian Brown? Shooting. That's the only thing. Three-point shooting. And, and scoring in general. <sighs> but he hasn't yeah. done it lately. But he hasn't done really? it lately. I mean, Christian doesn't score. Christian Brown, yeah. Christian, <laughs> I mean, Dave Henry went like 0-7 against the Thunder. Like, yeah. a couple, two as, as the guy they were helping off of. You're not yeah. wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. Christian Brown, that. I've been saying this all season, man. He just makes stuff ha makes stuff happen on the defensive end. He yeah. gets steals. He gets deflections. He forces turnovers. He chases down rebounds that other guys don't, that Dave Henry doesn't. Um, he makes stuff happen. He just gets it going like he, he gets the people going and that's what denver needed tonight i felt like i have no idea why he's not playing um and also i know like you were just talking about how malone has his guys that he's rolling with his 10-man rotation i believe that maybe your rotation actually shouldn't be totally set in stone i think with a team like the nuggets you have christian brown you have zeke naji you have ish smith deandre jordan I think the last couple of members of your bench on a team like this should be matchup based. Right. I just do. I don't think you should have a five man bench that's absolutely locked in every single night. You have the versatility, particularly on the defensive end. And then you have like an instant offense guy like Ish Smith to where I think you can mix and match with, with who the Nuggets I have. I agree with that one. Is there, is there a good enough five man lineup? Is there even a good enough five man lineup where it's like, okay, you got to get to those guys? Yeah, when Michael Porter's playing. Right. Right. But he's not right now. <laughs> Dev, how do you look at all this? I was going to say, just to, to piggyback off of um, Harrison, I think you do the exact same things, even just um, defensively. Like when you talk about those five-man lineups, um, it's the same. The same. I think that there should be times that you look at the schedule and you say, hey, this is a DeAndre Jordan type of night. Um, this is a Christian Brown night. This was clearly a Christian Brown night. And also, I would say even Zeke Naji, like just having a guy that you could switch on and then he could hold his own uh, against. That's not a team that had a lot of size. So you, you don't need to go just a straight big man lineup. So you have a guy in Zeke Naji who could step out on a guard and hold his own for a couple of minutes. You have a guy in Christian Brown that could step out on a guard and make him work a lot harder. Um, he's not seeing over him. DeJounte Murray's seen over Bones in the pick and roll, which he just continued to do over and over. He didn't care if he had Ish Smith on him. He knew that that wasn't going to happen, and they still kept on going with it. But, yeah, you just have to just continue to tinker with lineups and, and be situational offensively and defensively 
Um, or you're just going to keep getting ate up against these really good offensive guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see if Denver changes anything up there. I feel like Matt, this is my colleague on Locked On, Matt Moore, has his take is that Malone seems to get worse when he has more guys. <laughs> the more guys you have, the more complicated it can I, get for us. It, it really looks like it. Yep. And you even like right before, right before tip off, you go, um, yeah, they threw a wrench in the lineup and Denver doesn't do well when yeah. they throw a wrench in the lineup. And yep. then we see them come out flatter than they've ever came out. Yeah. Like, oh, man, we had a plan and now it's different. And we, I don't know what to do. And there's nothing there. Some maybe some rigidity there. Um Ish Smith was also just bad tonight. I mean, some of this is like combos and line of mess. Ish, Ish just kind of was also not great. I really like Ish. I Me do. Too. I do think there's a little bit of like, you know, he's going to beat up on the bottom feeders, and we're going to want to, <laughs> yeah, and we're going like to want to go like, hey, yeah. rotation minutes. This was your big take the last few games, and it was it was almost prophetic. You were setting the table for this one. Yeah. And I'm not believe me, I love me some Ish Smith, Tiny Kings forever. But I think there's it's a two sided thing when you go, hey man, there's a reason he's been in the league 13 years. That's true. There's also a reason he's been essentially a third stringer for most of those right. thirds. And I think both of those things are true at the same time. So there was a little bit of the same thing Malone did with Faku in year two with Ish tonight. He loved the way he played, that he played so hard, that he was an extension of the coach on the floor. And he said, that's a guy I trust. Right. We've seen it before, right? <laughs> you like that one, don't it's you? It's a good comparison. <laughs> it was good. It, it is true, though. You're, you're setting the table was, you know, we're coming off of two feel-good wins, easy, comfortable wins. They're against the Houston Rockets. That team was terrible. And more to the point, like, that team couldn't guard anyone, so anyone. you knew that you were always going to be okay. And, of course, everyone looked good. It was important to couch that. I mean, Denver's win streak right now, what is it? Oklahoma City, two Houstons. Who was before that? Uh, okay, Orlando. Did they, who did they? Not Orlando. OKC. Clippers. Clippers. That's yeah, right. that's a good one. I mean, they were shorthanded, but that's a, I mean, I, mean I guess I don't know how to quantify uh. that one. Um, anything else from the bench, Dev? I'm curious what you thought of Bones tonight. Bones? Good offensively. It was great to see him come back and be able to play like his um, full allotment of minutes, bring that yeah, energy. So On defense, really, they just attacked him uh, yeah. a lot. Um, and he is, I think that he might be the worst on the team when it comes to those pick and rolls. And that was uh, a team that going to pick and roll to you to death. Like, yeah. he's, uh, he's dying on screens. He's not trying to get through. Um, once he gets put onto, um, you know, DeJounte Murray, it was, it was so easy for him. And it was other guys, too. It's not just DeJounte Murray. But, like, they force switches. It's a mismatch every time where they have a guy that's bigger than him, um, which is pretty much everybody on the floor. Um, and it just made it hard for um, him to score on one end and then get attacked on the other end where it just ended up being lopsided. So, right. um Great to see him score and be himself, but we, we you need more um, on the defensive end. I also thought uh, with Bones, we saw a little bit of, you know, the questions about how his year would go in some ways had less to do with talent and more to do with other things. Like, you know, that possession to close uh, the quarter and he turns it over, you know, like those like little things that him as the leader of that unit or as a guard getting on the floor at the starters, you know, can't happen. The managing the game stuff. So we're, we're yeah. seeing some of those bumps in the road for him as well that, that I think you were pretty big on this in the preseason. He was going to have to learn some of these lessons, not just about how good he is. Right. He had four turnovers tonight right. in 22 minutes. Like, just not good enough. Yeah. The turnovers can be an absolute killer. Man, what a bummer of a game. <laughs> what an absolute bummer of a game. <laughs> the bench, like, these last two, two or three games with Michael Porter out, I almost feel like they need Vlatko Chanchar to be, like, 
a playmaking offensive threat. Yeah. Like, they kind of need his scoring, I feel like. <laughs> you know, Black, had 12, he had 12 points say, tonight. shooting, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's been scoring, and I knocking feel out his like threes. the bench kind of needs it. I agree. I agree. It's <laughs> weird. Vlaco to me, is the most like We didn't talk about Very DeAndre weird. or Vlaco, both of whom I thought were fine tonight. They were Vlaco not remarkable. Vlaco scored double figures three of his last four games. There you go. Um, by the way, defensive ratings tonight. Who do you think had the worst on the team? Yoke. There's Ish. one. There's one that was a big outlier. Ish. It was Ish Smith. Ish Smith tonight on the court for 17 and a half minutes. Oh, Denver had a 142 defensive rating. Now again, some Shit. of this is just noise, but 142 is like <laughs> you're getting That's cooked, man. Good. You're getting yeah, I mean, you're cooked. like scoring every. Nobody. Scoring. First of all, nobody looks good tonight right. when you look at the advanced right. stats. Like everybody, Jamal Murray had the best defensive rating. Or actually, nope. I'm sorry, KCP did not line up with Jamal Ish and Bones and Vlatko <laughs> and Jokic was crazy. <laughs> what the? We'll shit never was see. That? I don't think we'll ever see that again. Why? I don't lineup. want to ever see that. We'll never see that again. I'm shocked that I ever seen that. I'm telling you, man, this was a weird one. They're this only missing one, one rotation player. Yeah. This is a weird one. Let's take a break. On the other side, I do want to kind of start now, ask the big question, which is the defense doesn't improve anytime soon. Like, what do we make of this? Like, how much pressure goes on a team if you can't? I mean, look, I've, we've said this before. Denver's a good team. They're not bad. But how can you say they're a, ch- a contender the deeper yeah. you get in if you keep giving up 130 defensive ratings to not good teams? We'll talk about that on the other side. Guys, Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. And it's back. The Mile High City Copper Lager. Get on it. Get it while it's hot. Can I tell you? Can we preview this? I think we can tease this. New can coming out. Careful. New I'm just saying. Coming. There's a new there can coming out. There might be a beautiful work of art in the future. Yeah, a lot of different colors in I've it. heard a rumor. I just heard a rumor. Many colors and, in it. No, I can't believe you went that far. I was towing the line. I thought, did he just... It's <laughs> colorful. The line. It's very colorful. Which colors are at Never mind. Yeah, all of them. Colorful. Actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> colorful, can, colorful can. Colorful can coming out. It's going to be the talk <laughs> of the town. It will be. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Make sure to pick up some... Mile High City Copper Loggers today. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on their website. If you're local, stop into the DMVR bar. We've got Breck Brew on tap, a Breck Brew, and a Bones Highland. That's the recipe for oh, a great night. man. That is the recipe. That's all you need. Dude, everybody's so ordering good. the Bones. I love it, man. Yeah. I'm so happy. As a big salmon guy, I full of. By the way, remember, tag Bones. Yes. Quit tagging us. It's not our burger. I tagged him tonight. I ate it. I took a picture and I tagged him. There you go. Yeah. Tag him, not us. Yeah. Also, I I didn't uh, score any points tonight. At DraftKings Sportsbook, the NBA season is heating up. There's still many unknowns. Will the Nuggets ever play defense? That's an unknown (laughs) right now. Uh, When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Also, right now, everybody can earn up to a 100% profit boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. You guys know how that works. The more legs you add to your same game parlay, the bigger your profit boost is. 10 legs, you get 100% profit boost. Download the app now. Sign up with code DNVR. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Man, the Nuggets were coming into tonight number two in the West. Guess how far they fell? No. Seven. 
Nope, they're still number two, baby. Oh, Let's go. It's basically a winner's lounge. It's basically a winner's lounge. Where's the Rock yet? I mean, they did fall further behind the We just need to keep the Nuggets and Suns 1-2 before December 25th. I will say, though, they're actually now tied with their next opponent, the New Orleans Pelicans. And you were mentioning, you know, on this very show, on that very ad read about, you know, Nuggets defense or whatever. Pelicans are pretty good. Seventh in offensive rating, man, and, and, and percolating now with Zion getting um, more and more dominant over the solution. The stretch. Pelicans also always just score all their points in the paint against yep. the Nuggets. Like, against everyone, though. Yeah. I'm just so but scared of that. I, I just have this vision of the Pelicans scoring like 70, 80 points in the paint yeah. against Denver. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm scared of that game. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, like. It is a scary game. They're, gonna, they're just going to just continue to just go inside yeah. every single time. I'm. Get a split, man. Just get a Just split. Just get a split. I feel a Jokic bounce backer. I feel a reminder game coming. I, I mean, I hope so. That's he, likes the, he likes this game, I think. He likes the Pelicans. He likes the one thirty afternoon. He likes Sunday going up against day. Big Val. You I know, mean, it would be classic Nuggets likes. because that's the game that's going on during football. Right. Nobody will know. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> they're going to look unbeatable. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to feel like idiots. They're going to feel so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's just talk quickly to put a bow on this. What's the runway, Dev? For this defense to look good before we start saying like, because here's the thing, like, you know, a lot of people reaching out just saying, you know, hey, man, I see the Nuggets doing well. Like, what can you tell me? Are they contenders? This, that. And I keep telling them, like, I think they're really good, man. I just got to see them guard first. I just got to see them defend before I can say that they're that they're for real. And I still believe that we're only 22 games into the season. I don't want to. It's not using that excuse. I'm just saying I'm not writing them off. But if you ask me right now, can this team guard the top teams? They haven't. No, they're, they can't guard them. Like right now. No. Yeah, but I think that that's the fear because uh, when you get into the playoffs, you're going against elite who are just going to be keyed in on those things. And, and I mean, that's what's going to separate you from being um, a top team or not a top team. You can't win a championship without playing any defense whatsoever. And I'm not sure what it was in the postgame, but these type of losses, Malone has to call out the team. And until you really like um, put it into a point where guys are like thinking about it and being like sat on the bench because they're not defending or uh, minutes are, you know, getting, you know, cut because you're not. Def- I think that it has to be a big change um, that happens where um, it starts from above and then you have to go down. Call out Jokic in these type of situations. Call out Jamal Murray in these type of situations. The bench. Well, I think and, he and did after things. the game they won. Continue. Yeah, exactly. That's the issue. That's, a, that's actually a hilarious that's point. That Malone, Malone that pushing the buttons or whatever is like, did I? Yeah, come Nobody's on. Nobody's listening to those. Uh, that yeah, is the problem. That's, the, that's when he does do it, and then he finds like positives in these type of losses. Right. That there there has to be a change. I've been hanging my hat on the fourth quarter defense, the clutch defense. I know the I know. number one clutch defense yeah. in the league. Well, they gave up twenty seven points in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's because they were down so much that the third quarter became the clutch quarter. Like they had to. Yeah, they gave up thirty in the third. Uh, so well, there you go. <laughs> um, Kale, can we get to all the super chats? <laughs> oh God! Two sickos, man. Let's do it. I can't see that far. It says appreciate you guys calling out Yoke. Even when on paper he looked good, he really wasn't. It shows you are true, true fans. All the Nuggets will be good. All the Nuggets will be good. That is, by the way, that is very clearly a Serbian friend. And to have such positivity on today of all days as a Serbian. Hell yeah, man. We we tell it how it is. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, man. Big Namek. Namek? Big Name K? No Christian, and yet another 
clown show for the podcast listeners. He did spell clown the following. Oh, way. I love it. With good Malone job. being the <laughs> ringmaster good. of this one, we yeah. really need a coach capable of in game adjustments. I'll tell you what, it's funny, man. Like the, the temperature in the fan base, I feel, is turning up on Michael Malone in ways I hadn't there seen. But can, this is inevitable. Go. Right or wrong, like, look, fans always go to coach first, first and foremost. Even a lot of analysts go to coach first and foremost. Like, it's the, the first spot you go. All I'll say is this. The Nuggets are in that zone right now, man. Like we, they've been on the ascent for five years. Then Murray got hurt for two years. You were on that part. Like you're at the point now where anything less than getting over the hump right. or reasonably right. selling right. that you are right there on the cusp, anything short of that is now considered a failure, and you start to make changes. So I'm not saying the Nuggets are going to fire Malone. I'm just saying, I know a lot of people hate whenever it's brought up. I'm just saying this is the time where it's like, hey, man, Denver is all in. Yeah. So they have to start making all-in decisions, and I hope it, I I want Malone to be the guy. And I'm just saying that conversation will come if if not right, now, but course. if they don't get over. When the you're hump. in a championship or bust season, like you have super high expectations. Like we're gonna demand that the Nuggets look like a championship team yeah. because that's what they should be. Right. And we'll call them out if they're not. Um, they're not a good defense, and Michael Malone it, has said he like that's his thing. That's what he's gonna do. Top so. five defense, still a little bit of work to get there. Um, but look like that's just what comes with a championship or bust season, which is what this is. Um, um, the Ryan Saunders part of all of this. I mean, Malone has, doesn't really usually talk too much about his assistant coaches or what they do, but I think it's tough to know that stuff. It's so tough. But, but my point is I want to know, like, what is unique about this year? What is it? Well, they're playing the same scheme, but what is it? But uh, my point is like, Hey, we have aspirations to be this and that, like, well, what was the plan to get there? Because whatever, and, and how is it not working? And what's the new step or what's the new adjustment? Yeah. And if it's just, well, they're not executing the right plan, that's still a problem. It's still like, well, that's, you got to get your team to execute a plan. Otherwise, the, the plan doesn't work if it's just a theoretical and one. I do want to say, you know, it would make, if it's it's full logic for, you know, if the team, as Wynn said, if it's a championship or bust season and you bust, you look at the coach. But if, if it doesn't, work there you know the other thing they've never done and we've said this and i don't mean it, any disrespect to any individual but it, they have not ever built an elite staff of assistants they never have and that's one thing you know that's one area maybe you know maybe rather than well malone does xyz wrong let's get him out of here it's let's get guys in who can help him with xyz and um, look again i'm not on the bench it's, i don't know who does or doesn't do what behind these closed doors we're not allowed behind yeah. You know, but I do know there's a sort of bottom line to it all. And the bottom line is, you know, this staff has not gotten the most out of this roster defensively so far. Dev, you want to take us around the association to wrap up our Friday, wrap up our week, head, head us off <sighs> into the weekend. The by, of the the way, by the way, real quick, tomorrow we are doing the World Cup watch party. Is it 8 o'clock, Kale? It's 8, 8 o'clock, right? 8 a.m. We do have the brunch menu. You're probably going to want to be here at 7 o'clock. Doors open at 6.45. You're probably might gonna be tough be, to order food during the game. It might be. I don't know this. They've actually been like on point, man. I thought that in the last game yep. when we were packed, I had food in like 10 minutes. That was unbelievable. Wow. Delicious. Um, but nonetheless, it's a lot of fun to be here. I'm told that the Netherlands all has the flu. I saw that. Yeah. So see, half the team has the flu, man. Hey, man. I hope they lose and they have a Phoenix Suns type of excuse. The, the Netherlands? Yeah. <laughs> they are both orange. <laughs> So there you go. They yeah. slept with a celebrity. Anyway, tomorrow will be a lot of fun. I won't be here tomorrow at the bar, but a lot of people are going to be here. It's packed. It's a great vibe. And if they win, they will. Is, is, am I wrong if I say if they win tomorrow, they will match the farthest they've ever gone in the World Cup, right? I'm pretty sure of it. 
I don't think they've ever been to the semis, and that would take them to the quarters. They've only ever been to the quarters, so. I believe so, yeah. History could be tied tomorrow. Let's make history. We could tie history, which in soccer is considered a win, basically. I don't know. It's really tie. weird. <laughs> Go for the Respect the game. <laughs> Sorry. Respect the game. All right, Dev, quickly around the association. Let's All race. right. Uh, looks like the Hornets beat the Wizards. Um, in this game, uh, we had our guys going against each other. Monte Morris. Um, plays in it. He had 12 uh, points in the game. Uh, Will Barton had seven. Um, he had Bradley a dunk. Bill had 33. He had a dunk. He had a dunk. But in this game, a guy that I haven't heard of in a long time, maybe this is the first time back for a while, Mason Plumley. Oh, wow. It is our old seven, friend. I was like, who's our guy? Yeah, 17 points, 10 rebounds in the game. Three um, assists. Don't count him short. He went mini yoke. He did, he did the damn thing. Um, <laughs> The Heat get the win over Boston in overtime, 120 to 116. It looks like Jimmy Butler says, slow down, Jason Tatum. Um, Jimmy Butler comes and has 25 points, 15 rebounds wow. in the game. Jimmy Butler is such a badass. Oh, I, just, badass. I love Jimmy Butler, man. He's such a God, badass. Bam Bio has 28 points. He was points. a minus 10, though. He was a minus 10 tonight, Jimmy yeah. Butler. Yeah, they won. And Tyler Hero has uh, 26. I'm sure, I didn't watch the game, but I'm sure he guarded. Jason Tatum, just to kind of slow him down. This guy has been going um, nuts. He has a 0 for 7 um, from the three-point line type of uh, night. I know you like that vote. 14 points he finishes with. Um, Jalen Brown has 37. the best news of the night. <laughs> it's the best news is of the night. Is it weird to you, though, like if Devin Booker – I've seen some people out there, like it's starting to become a consensus. You know, the two best MVPs right now are Tatum and Booker, and I'm just like, damn. More of a Giannis guy myself. Yeah, if I'm just saying. More of a Giannis like, guy. Oh. Yeah, it's Why do we hate horrible. everyone? I live in a nightmare. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, the Nets beat on the Raptors. Um, they did. Kyrie huh? Irving has his best game uh, since he's been back. He has 27 points in this game um, to lead all scores. Kevin wow. Durant only has 17 for points him. in it um, in the game. Um, Pascal Siakam had 24 points. Ojeana Nobi with 21 points in the game. What's the Raptors record? Nah, I don't know. Are they, they're good, like 500? Right? No, I think they're below 500. Right? And they lost tonight? I think so. Wait, why? You're looking at some rosters. Just stuff? thinking about some <laughs> potential trade some teams. Potential mm-hmm. trades. Uh, the guy you're the, thinking of can't play in Toronto. <laughs> the Cavaliers uh, have 107 points um, in the game. Uh, they beat the, the Magic. Um, How did Bull Bull do? Hold on. You got to get the. We're on Bull Bull. I, I didn't see his name on Four the timeline, Bo-Bo, so I'm guessing bad. Three points. Three points. Oh, 23 weird. minutes. He was, looked like he's played off the floor. At Looks this like point. he was back in a Nuggets jersey. <laughs> well, no, he was on the court. He had three blocks, though, so I guess there was at least that. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell has 34 points um, in this one. Um, and the Cavs are playing without guys, so they got that, uh, that win um, there. We also have the Lakers. This is the shocker. The Lakers beat. The Bucks. It was a weird night. The league. I think we can just yeah disregard just, everything. I think it's tonight. all a wash. Yeah, You're right. Weird night. Anthony yeah. Davis oh, has forty four points. He erupted for forty four points, ten rebounds. He takes twenty seven shots in this game. Well, trade him while he's hot. Eighteen of twenty seven. <laughs> so high. Um, LeBron has twenty eight points, eleven assists. I think he uh, takes over as the number one assist guy of all time um, in this game. LeBron. Maybe wow. I made that up. No, you made that up for sure. It's John Stockton by a oh, mile. I think I like the Lakers. <laughs> he just passed. No, yeah, he just. It, it's the Lakers. He's Number one assist guy Lakers. for the Lakers. There we go. It is, yeah. Wait. <laughs> he passed Magic Johnson, I think. Yeah, that's what happened in this game. 
but right. like career. To ever wear a Lakers jersey. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, all right there's good. a lot that's, of qualifiers. That's also to that not one. a stat. <laughs> that's not a stat. With LeBron, that's a stat. Like, they could say um, he did it with the flu. He has the most assists of all time. Uh, yeah, that's so flu. true. It is just put really, anything uh, in there. He did um, have the flu one Giannis time. has 40 points in the loss, 16 of 23. Uh, 0 for 3 from the three point line, of course. Um, <laughs> Jeez, that was, are you being a hater over there? No, no, I'm just saying. Drew Holiday. Are you a Giannis hater? I love Giannis. I think he's the best player in the league. I, all right, he kind of lost right. Dev with the ladder wow. thing. Like Dev was, <laughs> yeah, was, was kind of teetering on the Montrez there. He, side was, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he really got his boy Montrez, man. Really, <laughs> not at all, not at all. Uh, Drew Holiday has 28 points in this game. Um, they did welcome back uh, Chris Middleton in his game. He plays 26 minutes on his first game back in a very, very long time. The Grizzlies get the win over the Sixers, 117-109. Oh I haven't heard Embiid in a long time. Like, I really just haven't. I don't know if he... He was they, injured They must be winning, I mean, losing games. He has 35 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists in this That's game. a good stat line. I that is a good stat line. That's good. Um, mm-hmm. John Damn it, we're down bad so bad. Our phones yeah. are thriving. We're down really bad that right Tatum now. line again. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, he was crazy. terrible tonight. John Moran has 28 points, uh, 8 rebounds in the game. Um, 8 rebounds. He had 28 shots in the game. This was like a Luka type of night for him. Um, and then to close us out, the Pelicans beat the Spurs, who I'm sure tried hard in this game. Zion <laughs> had 30 points um, to lead all scorers. Look at he that. Also had Do the whole, yeah. Do the whole. 15 and... Eight assists? Wow. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. 30, 15, and eight. It's a big, yeah. big time. And he, look, at, look at his plus minus. Plus 20. I guess it was the Spurs. What are we reading plus minus for? Yeah, but that's it's so much higher than everyone else. Plus 28. Um, that's that's insane. Um, no, you, you just don't talk about uh, Spurs highlight. They don't have highlight players. Yeah, we can probably skip that. They don't have anybody. Yeah. Suns get the Rockets right now, so the Suns get to feel good about themselves. Devin Booker has 31 points on 11-15. That's the one that's like, Devin Booker, I have to tip my hat to him. Absolutely on fire. He is on fire. He's, He's on, on fire. fire, man. Utah's he also on up fire. on the Pacers, um, 83-71. Um, and it looks like uh, Golden State is up on the um, Bulls. So does the, cha- does, it, does the standings change after those three teams play? Or no? Or not... I mean, um, first, uh, the, the Suns are already in first. Suns are in first. Utah, they'll Golden move a, another game up, I guess. Uh, no, I think they're all down there. I think Denver's safe in their two spot cool. right now. It's just going to come down to New Orleans when you know, in that game. So cue that outro music. Uh, well, you can still cue the outro music. I'll, uh, we'll read it here as it comes in. Oh, my God, it's a miniature one. Who could possibly read it? We gotta zoom in. Or I got. Hang on. I, I got this. Read that. Get all the way up in there. Tragic loss. Maybe drop defense isn't working. See you, gents, on the tenth for the party bus. Hell yeah! Hoping to start more Adamara's chance. Win. Do you want to take the drop <laughs> coverage? Thanks to Matt Moore for jumping in the comments yeah. here. The the, the, Shout the, out HP Basketball. Love you, man. The. Uh, the party bus, by the way, sold out, baby. Oh, <laughs> Two buses. Go. Let's and go. We do have one ticket remaining, so it's just one. So if you are wanting to fly solo, it's it's karma or not karma. It's am I dumber than what? I used to be? It's <laughs> After watching fate. It's fate. It's fate. fate. Yes. It's fate. fate. You, if you're looking for just a solo ticket. You're the person to buy it. Also, the February one is already planned and available. You can already buy those tickets. January and February. January January will be our biggest one. We have the most tickets available to us. Uh, February also will be a banger. So if you want to, hopefully you buy this one last ticket because then we're sold out. 
If you want to get January and February, I'm telling you, they just get bigger and bigger. The groundswell grows. Be a great Christmas present. Great Christmas present, man. All right, everybody. Thank you for hanging with We're us Hanukkah. on this losery Friday night. Be safe, everyone. Hit the like button on the way out. <sighs>